Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you It's an opportunity for us to just reflect on the goodness of God, and as we continue in the conference, I pray that we will continue to build our altars, and that God will recognize them, and receive our worship in Jesus' name. Amen. We've got a few minutes just to share with us, and we've been reflecting on this question, so who exactly is this God? Amen. And many people have been here before today to share their revelations of God from their perspective and from what has touched them. And you know, there are many names for God. There are many names by which we know God. And many, each of them leads us to a partial understanding of who God is and His, the revelation that we have of Him. And there are countless revelations that people have based on your circumstances, based on your position in life, what you've experienced. People have different descriptions and those may change over time as well of God. For some people, He may be the banner, healer, provider, the answer, defender, savior, and encourager. And those are just seven examples I wanted to share with you of what God might be to you. And there's so many more. But you know what? If you can think it, ladies and gentlemen, and if you need it, then God can be it. Amen? Whatever you need Him to be, God can be. And that is why I want us to go on a journey today to talk about God being everything and being the all in all. Amen? 1 Corinthians 15, 27 to 28. It says in the NIV, For He has put everything under His feet. Now, when it says that everything, in quotes, has been put under Him, Christ, it is clear that that does not include God Himself. Who put everything under Christ? When He has done this, then the Son Himself will be made subject to Him who put everything under Him, so that God may be all in all. Picture it for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Everything goes under Christ. And then Christ puts himself under God. And so God is all in all. And moving further, you know there are many attributes to God. Many attributes based on our experiences of him. Who can really know him fully? Who can? Romans 11.34 Who has known the mind of the Lord in the NIV? Or who has been his counselor. And that continues as we understand the magnitude of the God that we're referring to. How big is he really? The earth, the Bible says, is his footstool. Isaiah 66 verse 1. NIV says, this is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? Could we build any abode of any sort that could contain God? Absolutely not. Remember, we're on the journey of everything. 
God being everything and all in all. And so we cannot contain him. He rather contains us. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I want us to stay on this journey of what is truly an ever-present God. Amen? He's ever-present. Now, you might be wondering why these containers are here. It's for a good purpose. I come bearing props. And I want to share something with you. Colossians 3.3 says, For you die to this life in the NLT, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And 1 Corinthians 3.23 says in the NLT as well, And you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. Amen? And so the illustration, they say a picture is a thousand words that I want to live with you. If I turn these around, you might not be able to see these labels, or maybe the cameras can help us to get closer. This one says, you, me, and us. That's us. This one says, Christ the Son, and this one is God the Father. And this, the reason I wanted to do this, I'm sure you know this, but the reason I wanted to do this is to put a picture in our minds that hopefully will be splattered all over our minds and it will remain there. Because the journey we want to go on is one which we are in the right place by being positioned in Christ. Amen? And when everything has been put under His, his feet, Christ then puts himself under God. And ladies and gentlemen, God becomes the all in all. Amen? And the picture that I want to remain with you is that as long as we are in Christ, there is nowhere we could go that we would escape being in God. Amen? We remain in God by being in Christ. You couldn't do anything or go anywhere without being in God. Amen? So keep that picture in your minds as we go very quickly to finish now. So is there a place or country that we could run to to avoid the sky? Think about it like that. I was watching a movie recently. It was a World War II movie. This is one of my areas of interest. And the young boy was riding a bicycle and he saw what must have been a Spitfire, a British uh, fighter jet in those days attack what it thought was a German staff car. It turned out it wasn't a German staff car, it was a wedding party. But this car was annihilated and the boy peeped in and after he fell off his bike and saw what had happened and what he saw, he was so shocked, he couldn't speak any longer. He ran home all the way and he couldn't talk and he started trying to avoid the sky. He couldn't cross roads, he was scared to look up. But what a futile journey that is. You cannot escape the sky. It's everywhere, no matter where they send you. And guess who else tried to run from God? You know, Jonah. He found it futile as well to run from God. In verse Jonah 1.3, it says he tried to run away. And then there was the wind and the storm. And you know about this. You know what happened there. Yeah? And the boat was perturbed and everything. And it was down to the fact that Jonah was trying to run away from God. In verse 5, in a very interesting version I found of the Bible, the New Century Version, it says in verse 5, Jonah had gone down far inside the ship. Remember, he contains us. And he is the all in all. Eventually, they throw him overboard in verse 15. And the waves calm down. And in verse 17, 
a big fish swallows Jonah up. And this is where we then talk about types and shadows. Pastor Agu has often spoken to us about types and shadows. Types and shadows being things in an older time that reflect a newer time, a time of Christ. Amen? And so, Jonah is the type of us. Amen? The big fish is the type of Christ. And the sea is the type of God. Amen? So as we are in Christ and Christ is in God, so Jonah was in the belly of that fish and that fish was in the sea. And that is in contrast, ladies and gentlemen, to the fact that Jonah originally was not in the fish. It was in the ship, in the heart of it. So, Jonah in the ship, the ship was still in the sea. But guess what? God is so big and so all-encompassing that no matter where you are, he's still there. So, even when we're in the wrong place, God is present. And God will relocate us if he has to. And what that's exactly what it did in the case of Jonah when he moved him from the heart of the ship into the heart of the fish. Amen? So God is too big and too all-encompassing to be hidden or absent. He is always present. And my personal reflection is that I have pursued many endeavors in my own life, but not always been certain what exactly is the direction I should go or what God is saying. And I'm sure many of you have been there. But daily hiding myself in Christ, in God, has led me to purpose or relocated me as the case may be. Sometimes God has something else in mind. And for you to go on a journey, you need three things to be in sync. The route, the time, and the destination. You have a need for all these three things. The route, the time, and where you're going, the destination, to be in sync. And when they are, then you have a journey. So our life's journey, every single one of us, ladies and gentlemen, need, our life's journeys need God. Amen? And we make decisions all the time about the journeys that we're on. And that is why we need an ever-present God. Amen? Because wherever you are, you're on a journey and you have to make those decisions. And very quickly, I want to read a psalm that shares a picture, hopefully for you, of what we mean when we say ever-present in God. Psalm 139, verses 1 to 18. And this is where I end. And it says, O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up, you know my thoughts, even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home, you know everything I do. You know what I am going to say, even before I say it. Lord, you go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go to heaven, you are there. If I go to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. 
You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I cannot, can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. And so, ladies and gentlemen, those words are as true for me as they are for you. He is speaking to each and every one of us, all at the same time. I was really <laughs> blessed yesterday when Pastor Chizo shared, and she talked about the population of the globe. And yesterday, at this point, I had actually prepared what I was going to share today. So it's interesting how the Spirit of God is working. And so... I want to say he is a God who has the capability and the capacity of doing everything that he has said for all of us. And when I say us, I mean all 8 billion. I understand, but as of June 2022, the population of the world has become 8 billion. And he can do that for each one of us at the same time. So when I realize ladies and gentlemen, that he is always there, he is everything, he is all in all, in the good and in the bad. And when I, when I understand that he never leaves me, nor forsakes me, and even with eight billion, nine zeros after that eight, ladies and gentlemen, I can still be number one. You can still be number one. When I realize that, I understand his overwhelming love for me, and I, that causes me to give him heartfelt worship. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you let us reflect on an ever-present God and let us put our trust in Him. May God bless us all. In Jesus' name, amen.